Thank you for tuning in to Jam Happy Hour, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music presented by Jam Sellers. Today, we're taking you back to our show from April 21st of 2022, when we have the pleasure of hanging out with Francisco Martin. In between tunes, we chatted with the singer about everything from his favorite concerts and starting to play the drums to all about his recent EP. During this episode, we were sipping back with a glass of smooth and bold Jam Cab. You can find Jam and all of our easy-to-love wine over at jamsellers.com slash buy, where we also have our super handy wine binder. You just pop in your zip code and get a list of all the stores in your area that supply our wine. We also have a deal for all you Jam fans that are tuning in for today's episode. Stock up on all your favorite wines and have them shipped directly to your door at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more at our Jam store. All you have to do is head over to jamsellers.com slash shop, enter the code jamhappyhour at checkout, and shipping's on us. So without further ado, grab a glass, sit back, and get ready to jam out and wind down. This is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Sellers. Welcome into the Jam Happy Hour. Uh, we are super excited tonight to have some great music, some great wine, hanging out and enjoying all the things above uh, with our friend Francisco Martin, who is joining us from L.A. today. Francisco, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for jumping in with us tonight. I hope you don't mind a night of just some music and storytelling and just kind of getting to know you a little bit better. I'm really excited for this. So let's do it. Excellent. Well, if Francisco looks a little familiar to you, you may be a fan of American Idol. I know you were on that show a mm-hmm. couple of years ago and you've been very busy ever since then. And we want to catch up on all the things that you've been up to in the most unusual two years of our lives yes. uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what is the best way for people to kind of catch up with you and see what you're up to? Like as far as like your socials, is your website, do you like to YouTube? Like how do you like to stay connected to your fans? Um, I'm usually on, on TikTok nowadays, just like totally. doing a bunch of like goofy videos and like just being dumb. <laughs> but uh, all the serious stuff is our Twitter. I'm on Twitter too, just tweeting random stuff. Yeah. But Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the usual things. I'm trying to build up TikTok, so follow me there. Francesco Martin Music. It's so fun, isn't it? It's so, yeah. it's like you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, what crazy thing can I do on TikTok today? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, I find, I'll find a sound, like just some random mm-hmm. sound that like doesn't, co- doesn't correlate to anything uh, that yeah. I'm about to say, but I'll make it into something. Well, it's a, okay. yeah, I mean, like it's very creative in a way, but also... It's, I was literally going to say that's the creative mind at work, though, because when mm-hmm. you hear a sound, you're going to interpret it different than, like, say me, just mm-hmm. because you're so, like, musically and sonically driven. And I just talk. <laughs> I mean, at the same t- <laughs> no, it's like no, not, not more so music. It's more so just like a person, like, just saying something. And, like, I mm-hmm. find it, like, kind of clever and funny. And I'll, like, switch it. And, like, like I'll put, like, for example, like, there's this guy who, like, came up to a random stranger on TikTok and was just like, Hey man, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, like I can't wait. I can't wait to tell Kenneth about this. And then I flipped it, and like, like when my anxiety and depression comes back to visit me, and like I just yeah. re-say the audio. It's just kind of like you know, it's kind of like things like that, subtle, clever things like that. But so, are you uh, like me? And I'll own it. Uh, first thing in the morning, I'll wake up and you hit that phone and you start to scroll. Yeah, actually, it's more so the phone. Second. And then coffee and TV first because I play video <laughs> games like right when okay. I wake up. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the healthiest. Um, I'm trying to change it, I promise. But I've been, <laughs> uh, I've just been so. Whatever gets you through, right? Francisco, like, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, so 
Um, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to my phone, but I'm more like, I feel like I'm more, I find more pleasure in like stuff like in the moment, unless I'm just socially, I'm, I feel socially awkward in the moment that I'm just like going to mm-hmm. be in my phone, you know? But um, yeah, I think yeah. we all kind of do that either, whether it's standing in line at the grocery store yeah, or it saves, you know, it saves to... us a lot of awkwardness for sure. I've had moments where I'm out and I don't have my phone or my phone dies. And like, I just mm-hmm. like, what do you do? You just stand there. You're like, uh, have conversations with people. <laughs> right, I don't yeah, know. like, no, you what? can't do that. You can't have a conversation with people. That's 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 not that's not in us. You know, it's not. I mean, I'm, I I think I'm an omnivert, like like an introvert and an extrovert too. So. All at the same time. Yeah, I feel like sometimes when I, it depends on the atmosphere and, and the people I'm around. You know. Yeah, I've actually I I've had very long discussions with other performers, you know, whether it be in radio where I'm from or from, you know, stage that, that omnivert, which is a great word, which is new. And I'm gonna have to write that down. But a lot of times, you know, especially like with radio, um, it's, you know, listen to me, but don't look at me or Mm. it's, you know, appreciate my art, but don't, you know, come into this part. I think we're all a little double-sided like that. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like I feel like if you were, I mean, there's some people, most of us are, I feel like there's a lot of people who are just very unfiltered, you know, like who just kind of just go about. God bless those people. Yeah. I mean, there <laughs> was a point them, in my time, I... I mean, in my, in the past year, actually, um, when I was making my, my second EP with my friend where mm-hmm. I was like making a bunch of music that was different and um, kind of portraying this character of like this kind of, it's called Manic, the EP. And like, okay. I kind of like went full-on method act method actor and kind of just took this and en- the energy of the ep which is very brash and loud and like super crazy okay. and like i would go out with my friends to the bars or like parties and then just like be just that and like i would just would not give two fucks about what i was doing um, oh, interesting and like i was like that like on social media and in person like with random were people like what's going on yeah. with you there was a lot of people who were like <laughs> why like the thing is, like, with Idol and stuff, it's just, like, I was two, it was two years ago, um, and yeah. I was going through a lot of mental health stuff. I was, like, a, mm-hmm. I was anxious as, as hell. You were young. Yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm still very young, and, like, I, right. I admit that, but at the same time, I've grown. You're a teenager grown, then. Yeah, I've grown mentally. Um, yeah. I've, obviously, I'm not the same dude I was two years ago, but there was a bunch mm-hmm. of comments, like, what happened to the soft-spoken, like quiet dude and like what happened to you like now you're cussing I'm like well i always cussed and i just never you know it's just like a lot of like the things that are like very mini school that like people make like like take a, a micro and make it a macro um yeah it's just it's just it's evolution you know i think we all change and we all like evolve and like especially as an artist you know so um, well, I also think it's all packaging, too. I mean, you know, people watch these shows and, you know, they think that they're getting this glimpse into like this actuality of what's happening. But the truth of the matter is, I mean, there is editing. There is oh, yeah. coaching. There is, you know, you're a part of a production. Yeah, I am a product of American Idol. <laughs> but you're not like well, you're very well, much Francisco what, that's, Martin. That's what uh, yeah. that's what. It was perceived as by some by some people. people thought you by were. some people, many people do. Uh, not to not not to speak ill of those people, but um, no, no. They're, I mean, they're, uh, they're, I feel like a lot of people are just aren't accustomed to change very quickly. But um, a lot of mm-hmm. people understood that like this was me, and like this that was me. I mean, I I am that person. Um, I kind of fluctuate. But um, at the same yeah. time, it's just like I'm not when you're not putting on an alter ego, right? I mean, I I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I 
I contradicted myself um, just now by saying that like I put on like a little alter ego for that EP, but there, there, that, that cool. EP was very real to me and it, it's based around mm-hmm. my mental health. It's kind of tapping into the, the crazy shitty parts of myself, um, you know, but, um, well, I think if you're already acknowledging them, you know, in your early twenties, then I think you're probably ahead of the game. <laughs> right. A lot of people. Right, I mean, <laughs> don't acknowledge it till well into their adult life. I, I the next step is kind of just like, so what do I do now? You know, so well, we're all still figuring that out. Right. But what you're going to do right now, hopefully, is uh, play us a song. Yeah. And uh, which song are you going to start out with today? I'm going to sing "Wild Girl." It's um, the second, my second single that I released. Um, and this is off that EP we were just talking no, about. No, it was actually the first EP, the very first. Oh, okay. one. I've have, uh, have had I have one EP out right now that I released last year during COVID. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, that was word. one of the songs for that I literally <laughs> made in my bedroom. Um, oh, because I had nowhere fun. to go. I was like in Vegas and I had like nowhere else to go because the world was shut down and studios mm-hmm. were closed and sessions were not uh, available. So right, I made this and like in my bedroom and it's about um woman appreciation i feel like is what i'm trying to say i want to like word it i want to word it word it correctly if <laughs> i don't want to be like say something and be like that's not you know but um yeah You're like no. yeah all right well we're looking forward to it uh wild girl francisco martin here on the jam happy hour take it away
You got going there, Francisco. Oh, thank you. Appreciate what is it. that influence? What am I hearing there? Um, it was around the time I was really influenced uh, by a bunch of uh, singer songwriters that I love: James Bay, John Mayer, mm. Kings of Leon. Um, all keep, those. Yeah, keep talking to me. Yeah, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon is my by far my favorite rock band. I mean, next to Foo Fighters, but. Oh, yeah. I, They're definitely super high on my list. And I just saw them in L.A. Oh, uh, I not saw too them. long ago. Were you, at, were you at the... Oh, no, no, no. I was in a, that big... In Inglewood, that big arena. I forget what it was. Yeah. At, yeah, yeah. Uh, in January. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. It was at Kings of Leon. It was Avril. Yeah. It was 21 Pilots. Yeah. It was Coldplay. Oh, it's called The Forum. I remember now. Yes. Yes. It's the Alter Ego show. Oh. That I was there. You were there? Oh, I was there. Cool. Yeah, I they was. They put on such a great set. They did. I was. I was so. Oh. I was so happy. That was my first time watching Kings Leon live, like ever. Oh. And I know They're all so their songs. Chill. I love them. So cool. Did you know? So just not even bothered. Did you know that their mom passed away that night? Like no, that was crazy. That's how I had to like leave. Like they canceled the, t- the whole tour after that. Oh my god, I had no idea. Francisco's yeah. filling me in on the info. Yeah. They were oh, but they put on a killer show. That was a great show. Yeah. So, do you like to get out and like enjoy live music, other artists? Like, yeah. who's like your bucket list shows? Uh, my bucket list shows for sure. Um, right now, I'm really into Dominic Fike. Um, mm. I love Lauv mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I want to see Role Model, and yeah, I'm I'm really into just seeing like a bunch of. Uh, Show. I mean, to be fair, I've never. I've only been to like three shows, maybe in the past year. That was like my first, my first time. It's so good that it's back. Yeah, it's so good. Like it. Like we took it for granted before. I mean, mm-hmm. like obviously doing what you do and doing what I do. Like concert tickets are easy to kind of come by, and there's always live. Well, there used to always be live music. You were like, ah, yeah, right. Eh, I'm not tired now. It's like if there's a show coming through and I want to see it, like I'm there. I'm there early. I'm there for the funny <laughs> like, thing is I I live right by right down the street uh, from. From a, from a venue and they have shows every single day and I walk past that venue every single day and I know most mm. of the artists and I'm like damn like I don't know why I'm just like I, I just should just watch a show there and I never do it's like the funniest it's so thing good for the soul yeah I mean like I get like this weird 
kind of like uh feeling and also like I'm so happy to be here feeling because most of the time like I was watching Patrick Drioni I don't know if you know him but he's a great artist and like at the Troubadour and he's just the greatest like great guitarist great guitarist and I was like so happy to like see him live for the first time but also like I'm a shit guitarist I can't <laughs> and I walked out like kind of like bittersweet about it I was like fuck I need to work on my actual like guitar skills because this guy's like hey you know there's nothing wrong with being inspired I was inspired for sure I got I got major guitar lessons after that I had my mm-hmm. tour uh, that follow suited a couple months after that and was just like like ever since then I've just been like trying to work at play guitar as the as the best as my, I mean, to my ability. You got to put the time in for sure. Right. But because the guitar was not your first instrument, nope. you're one of the unique invid- individuals that belong to a subsect of humans that are completely. I find them so interesting. You started off on the drums. Yep. That was There's a, something about percussionists that are different. There is. And I mean that in like the best no, way. No, there, there is there's like this universal percussionist like like drummer language I feel like with everything. I feel like when you I don't know, like when you're tapping your feet and like just randomly fidgeting but making like <laughs> random percussive beats and then like somebody telling you like why are you moving so much or why are you tapping your feet? And it's just like a lot of lingo that um I pick up on from drumming and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I will say, though, drumming definitely helped me out as a producer, for sure. Because... Uh, oh, because you've, you're all in on counts. You're all in on beats. You're all in, right. you know, into the separations. But also multitasking, because you're not just playing one. You're, you're you know, you're playing yeah, all these different all your, sounds. Your four and, limbs are just... Uh, I mean... I don't, going in yeah. four different directions. I, it's, this brain does not do that. It's, it's definitely something that was learned from... When I was a kid, my dad um, mm-hmm. started a family band and just chose who would be who, to, who's going to play who. <laughs> and he was like, you're the drummer. <laughs> yeah. And he, cause he heard me, he saw me, he heard me playing drums of like playing, banging on the walls to a beat one day. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to buy you a drum set. So that's kind of what happened. But I will say though, I have been a very, um, not, I haven't been playing the drums as much. I've been kind of programming, programming them more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Technology is a beautiful thing. Because now nowadays know. when I pick up a drum set or when I, when I like play a drum set, I'll mm-hmm. like be a little anxious because I'm like, like, I don't know if like, well, but like at the same time, like my muscle memory um, is it's always totally there. there. It's always there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the mind. Like my mind's always like, oh, uh, I don't think I remember how to play this because I'm always programming, programming them now. And then all of a sudden, it just like brings me back to childhood. Do you have a dream kit? Like, if you could, if you could have this like one dream kit, you'd like I'd play drums every weekend. I kind of had my dream kit already because my dad actually, <laughs> my dad actually was okay. spoiled me as a kid and only made me only wanted to buy DW sets, um, like top of the line DW drum kits. Yeah. So I was basically spoiled with like the silver spoon of like drum sets. <laughs> Um, that's awesome at the same time it's just like I go dad yeah he was just very uh, encouraging and appreciative of Mm -hmm. music and like wanted his kids to just do it for the fun of it um so so you're all musical yeah my my brother was in my band uh he grew up playing live shows too like he was like a singer songwriter and like Mm -hmm. sings my mom's a pianist my dad my dad's a guitarist like all around musician and my sister sings sports was not a thing Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> when would you have time? I never had time to do anything, according to my dad. 
Because <laughs> he was like, you won't, you won't have time <laughs> to practice. Yeah, you won't have time to practice because you got to practice for your drums and like you got a gig this weekend and you got to focus on that. I'm like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just that thing. But uh, at the same time, like I've grown into my own living here in L.A. And like I sure. picked up on like baseball, randomly started watching golf. Just like it's so relaxing. It's relaxing. Though. Yeah. It's always on in my house. Like just watching the Masters. And then just yeah. like oh, I oh, always and, have it on because it's chill. And tennis. Tennis is great. You'll have to teach me the joys of watching tennis. Oh, the teacher, the joys of watching tennis. The joys of watching it. Okay, so hear me out though. I only the only reason why I like tennis is because I watched the movie King Richard. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> and then so this is a fresh like, love. And I'm like, oh, it's a fr- oh yeah, it's a fresh love for sure. <laughs> I just didn't. It was like golf. Like I was just like would watch people play golf in high school and be like, how could you yeah. do this? And then at the same time, like was that's a fresh love. Baseball was like a, you know, like a kind of natural love. I think I just fell in love with yeah. it um, early on, but I never really like cared to watch it. Or like, I like liked the game. I just like always everybody thought it was boring. So then I like hopped on the bandwagon. Like oh, it's boring. And then when I actually had my own like freedom and like would I was like I get to choose what I like now, you know? So yeah. so I would go to the games. Um this uh I'm a Giants fan at heart, but I'm okay. I obviously live in LA, so the Dodgers um Yeah, but you're you're from the San Francisco area. Yeah. So I mean of course. Yeah. I love gonna... I love uh, Oracle Park and um It's beautiful. Yeah. So I fly over it every time I go into Napa, and I'm like, nice. oh, man, I gotta go to a game there." You need to. It's the. It's. Have you Have you gone before? Not to that part. It's amazing. I will say it's the way better than Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm glad. You know, for it sounds like for a home that didn't really grow up around sports, you have definitely found your way to at least you know enjoying them and and, yep. and taking that much needed mental break from music. Because I think if you just live in music all of the time, mm-hmm. I think you know it's it's not healthy. It's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually uh, <laughs> actually um, the reason why I like love the Bay Area with sports enough. There's just so it's just mm-hmm. so the mentality of like supporting your team in the Bay Area is like is yeah. like it's very. Um, I don't know how to say it. They're very loyal. And I'm like, I like being like, because like out of my friend group, like I'm the only one from NorCal, like, mm-hmm. and California. A lot of my friends are from the Midwest or like New York and like, I mean, Utah as well. But like growing <laughs> up, like, I mean, like being around those people and like sharing mm-hmm. my interest, I'm like, I'm a Giants fan at heart. You know, it's just like, it's nice because it reminds me, it's a little piece of home that like I take, yeah, um, that I take with me and it's great. So it's good to have, you know, those things, those touchstones that you can kind of move back on. And whether it's, you know, like the hometown sports team or like the music that you grew up on and where you're influenced by and, and then moving into like you said now, like you're really into like video games and like having that escapism. Like, I think it's all important. And right. especially now, like with video games and what's happening with the metaverse. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's insane. Uh, I work with iHeartRadio and I I don't think I'm giving away company secrets, but I mean, a a lot of artists are, you know, looking ahead to the metaverse and you see like these major concerts by Little Nas X and uh, these other artists that will come along and uh, 21 Pilots did one recently where they have a concert. I actually, I was was in a meta, I actually attended a metaverse concert. Which one did you go to? I went to the Heart NFT because I'm I'm an NFT holder, so I okay. went to the Heart NFT Metaverse party. And the only reason why I went was because like they were playing one of my songs because I submitted it, and I was Aww. like I wanted to see it. Like people yeah. like dance, and it was the weirdest thing. Like it looked, 
It looked. Tell me everything. It looks like I want to know it, all it, about it. It was just a bunch of like like avatars, just like roaming around. <laughs> it was a huge world, and like there was like one building yeah. where the dance floor was. And then there was a DJ, but then on the screen, it was like an act. It was like me and you, like on the screen, mm -hmm. it was that. And there was a DJ like playing the songs and talking to the people in the metaverse. <laughs> and yeah. like, it was like the weirdest thing, but also the funnest thing, because like, I just stared, stared at the, 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 the screen for like an hour and a half, like just enjoying How mind myself. How mind-blowing is it that you can literally be in the same place as these people that are all over the world, much, you know, like, you know, you and I, Florida to California, like right. this technology has connected people in ways that has never been, you know, possible before. Much like music can, you know, connect like, you know, you hear a song and, and it makes you feel a certain way and people all around the world are hearing the same song and feeling a certain kind of way. Yep. I just I think any kind of connection is cool and especially connection done through music, whether it's, you know, in a, you know, 50 seat like wood beach bar or if it's in an yeah. arena or if it's in the metaverse, like, I mean, I'm all in. I mean, I agree. I mean, like with the metaverse kind of like popping up and like all these different, like it's, it's weird to me because, <laughs> cause like I never thought I'd actually, it's okay to be weird. Yeah. I, was, like, I never thought I'd be actually be in a metaverse party, but then at the same time, like, why not? It was the weirdest thing I've probably ever done on the, on the internet. Like just kind of just like roaming around. Well, that's, I mean, that's, as a, that's a relief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, just kind of like, like feeling like I'm in real life, but I'm not, but because I'm sitting on are. my couch, it's like a video game. I mean, like at the same time, like I get lost in video games. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it's just, uh, hours, hours, man. It's, just, I mean, sorry. I, I say man, like to everybody. It's all right, dude. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, enough metaverse talk because I probably would be. I, I, I'm just gonna go into like a. I'm gonna ramble. I just think it's super neat. Like I think it's neat too. It, I will say though, it wasn't as like, my the one I went to wasn't as it was laggy, a little laggy, but was cool. Yeah. And there was a bunch of people there, like you could dance and stuff, and like talk to people, and like I don't know, like that's it's crazy. literally something that's come up in the last two years, and like yeah. imagine where it's gonna be two years from now, and two years from now, and you know. With the pandemic and with all of us being forced home and, you know, tours being canceled and obviously shows weren't happening mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Did you find it beneficial to at least be able to still connect with like the people that are into your music and your fans and whatnot, but still being home? It was hard, I feel like. I mean, especially. Um, see, that's one thing that I really do admire about personal like seeing people in person and like, mm -hmm. because you just, there's a different connection and different energy that you gravitate towards, um, with like virtual stuff. Like I loved, but also at the same time, it always felt far from like being real because it was like this weird disconnection that you get. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like you turn off the screen, you're like, all right, bye guys. I'm like, it was nice meeting you. Thanks for talking. <laughs> and then you turn off your screen and then you don't walk away. You don't walk away from the event or the thing. You just turn off your laptop. And then you get up and yeah. go to the kitchen or use the restroom. Nobody's checking out your ass as you walk exactly, away. Exactly, I mean, right? You're not getting the same thrill. It's just like you you lose that personal connection, um, the ambiance, the vibe. I mean, mm. I was kind of, I mean, like all of us were. I mean, I was, I, I kind of didn't, I didn't look out on that like the past two years. I feel like it was mm -hmm. more so just kind of like seeing you, seeing people on the web and like yeah you're yeah. like hi well, hey what's up i mean it, it de are definitely, you wearing pants <laughs> see that's the thing though i've been really into like seeing people in person after i've seen them on camera because like i'll mm -hmm. never know how, how tall they are or, like how 
uh, like they actually look in real life until I see them. It's exciting. Well, it's funny because I know you we, we, and we'll get into like mental health and stuff like that. I literally just had this moment last week where the therapist that I've been seeing for the last two years, it's all been online. Uh, I walked past her. Really? And I was like, holy what? You know, it's like 3D. <laughs> That's a amazing. Person. I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say anything. Really? I got like so socially awkward in the fact like oh my god. See that's one that's one thing that I feel like that's that's honestly insane. If I saw my therapist, I probably did the same thing. Honestly, I wrote her. I was like, I'm so sorry. I should have said something, but I told totally her walked past same you thing. at the Starbucks. But the same the same time, that's what I feel. Like that's a lot. That's another thing that happens when you get so tied up in like seeing people online. I feel like when you see them in person, it's like more. It's like you never met them before. You know, it's like even though you did, it's like yeah, it's weird because we're totally buds. Right? Yeah, we're totally buds. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. Uh, can you jump in and give us another song? Yeah. Um, this is my first single, Swollen. Um, many of you guys would know. Telling me lies like you will find what I don't go
just hate the way you came and left me lonely. Oh, I held on, held on. Oh, I, I held on, held on. You know, I, I held on, held on. Oh, but I. with lyrics like um it's 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 very much of like a storytelling you know kind of it's very easy to picture do you picture a story in your head when you're writing a song or is it just something that kind of comes i actually do i mean with this song particularly i actually it was about this girl that actually only talked to you for like Hmm. two hours but then pictured (laughs) <laughs> I made like a micro, a, mi- a macro yeah. again. And then like, kind of just took this story, this like minuscule story and like made it this huge thing. We're like, she broke my heart. She's leaving. But um, it was more so like a hopeless romantic thing where like I saw this girl and like mm-hmm. really liked her because I fall in love with every stranger. <laughs> well, I used to. Uh, that's when I like, that's when I realized like the world <laughs> doesn't work that way for me where I'm just like going to like look at everybody and be like, oh yeah, she's cute. I want to talk to her. <laughs> but, um, uh, I talked to her and then like kind of like I wouldn't say like like fell in love because that's no, just but you got like, that feeling kinda that kind of that vibe got that feeling excited. right I mean like um yeah excited she left never see her saw her again and then was like super sad about mm-hmm. it for some reason I mean like I guess at the same time like I was just a kid from San Francisco going to college not really. I didn't really have anything else going on right now, like before the artist stuff, yeah. before the music stuff. Um, and like, it was like one thing that I just kind of like took and like, kind of like made my own and like, kind of like, it was just this kind of like tingly feeling and like, and it was just kind of like getting, getting a song out of it. It was like the best way of doing that. I feel like. And it's like airport stories. Yeah. Airport. You know, you find, I find the most, I people mm-hmm. watch a lot, but I people, I, I, I feel like I people watch most at the airport. I love like watching people, whether, you know, it's at the club or at the gate or like running, you know, through the terminal like i will make up stories in my mind as to what what is happening there and oh nice it's a great way to pass the time that's like me at like in the airplane but you could write songs off of that yeah i mean at the same time it's become more um i wouldn't say invaluable to me to do that i feel like more it's more writing stuff now that aren't are particularly true to me now are like mean the most Mm -hmm. to me and i feel like okay uh with this song um, a lot of people resonated with this song and I, it kind of just came out of nowhere where I was like, just taking like random words and fitting them together and then creating a picture and then trying to be poetic about it. And then, <laughs> and then like, kind of like, Oh, like walking on ice when I approached you, like, it's kind of like funny because like, like I was like based, I don't like, sweet. Uh, yeah, it's like a sweet song. And like, um, just taking, just taking little accounts from her, like what, how, what I, what I saw from her, like jotting down in my, I used to be a very, something that I kind of wish I was more, more of, I, I wish I was, I was more of an observant person. Um, mm-hmm. because I feel like nowadays I'm not like, 
I'm a very like. I think so many of us, yeah. You know, obviously, over the last few years, we've be all become very internalized right. uh, on how we're taking in information. It's not so much about listening anymore. It's about okay, how am I going to respond to that? And right. I think that's something we can all work on, and especially as an artist. I mean, if you can tap into that authenticity, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got gold. Right. I mean, with uh, with everything going on in the world too, it's just it makes it makes sense why that's happening, you know, and like take taking that into like account it's just we like the songs i have now are more based off of like what has happened like in the past two years that apply Mm -hmm. to me but i try to make it apply to others so it's a universal feeling yeah you want to you want it to be universally accepted but right and ultimately it's your experience and you said you know you put out an ep you know just last year how long had you been working on those songs are those all in that that like that two year so, well, it came out last year so all in that first year of just like yeah it was kind of i'm stuck at home I, I got signed two years ago and before that i was making a bunch of demos of just trying to get signed and then taking taking a lot of those demos and making putting them into the ep a lot of them are like kind of just stuff that i, I made the ep in like two weeks because it was just like oh fast it was fast it was a very lonely process though because i feel like it was during the pandemic and i was mm-hmm. i just moved in to this apartment it was bare the walls were bare everything was just super sad and melancholy oh, well, the uh, la was it. yeah <laughs> la was a ghost town that's why the, the ep has more of like a melancholic feel to it i feel like and mm-hmm. it's kind of sparse in a way because I think that it's, that's kind of what I was feeling, like very empty and like kind of just like uninspired and like unmotivated to do things because everything like I, I thought I always thought being being signed, being an artist was like this grand experience. And now I'm feeling it now with the world opening up, like a, especially here in the States. I feel like I didn't feel yeah. that in when I first got signed. I it was just it was all going back to the virtual thing. You didn't thing. get to enjoy it. Yeah. Going back to the virtual thing where like seeing people on on online and like talking to them online and like um not seeing not being able to see them in person kind of got to me a little bit because yeah i don't think you're alone in that sense for sure it's a very it's a something we all kind of had to go through and i feel like um with this new ep it's kind of more on the uh, it's like if there's a threshold this new Mm -hmm. piece at the the 10 mark and the other piece like like the at a one very low very low because everything's (laughs) so different now it's been two years right and like i've i've grown and i've lived um a lot in those two years um doing a lot of different things and like having different experiences and Mm -hmm. especially with sonically musically so um a lot of the and also life-wise and life-wise yeah i mean um like i feel like i never failed to make life interesting sometimes because <laughs> oh it's never dull yeah it's just how you look at it it's, yeah exactly right yeah yeah it's perspective and i feel like taking taking things that i can control like i don't know yeah. getting a dog like oh, three weeks ago i was gonna talk about that yeah. your perspective has changed a lot here recently yeah i like you have a very demanding fur baby running around yeah, the house. i do is uh his name is uh, Fike. It's not. Yeah, he's a uh, Fike. Oh, how perfect. Yeah, but um, exactly. It's not about you anymore. I know. That's actually what I I was gonna say. Like it actually te- having him, a puppy taught me how to be more selfless and less selfish and more responsible for other people. You know, so it's uh definitely changed a lot. But I did that out of because I felt 
like there needed to be something different. Like I wanted to do something different. Like before it was like yeah. getting like doing video, like playing video games to like just turn my brain off when I want to. And then totally. it was like, now I was like, I need to, I need to get a puppy now because I want to do this. And like, I want to do that. And I want to do this and that, but I'm like not realizing how much of a change it actually is, especially getting the puppy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, yeah. How many shoes has he gone through? He actually has <laughs> none. It's actually great. It's more so the couch. He's been uh <laughs> he's uh tear, <laughs> tore down like by peeing on the couch. He's turned a $1000 couch into a $500 couch. A puppy pad. Yeah, the puppy pads are he learned how to do that now. But but the first few weeks he was just peeing on the couch nonstop. I've not I've kid you not. I've washed the sheets on the couch like 9 times <laughs> in the past 2 weeks. So now it's like basically a, sh- a shitty couch <laughs> well i mean it's important to have one of those if you're gonna have a dog anyways right. so i mean unfortunately he just you know exasperated the process yeah. to make it that yeah uh, I can't, so when you I buy can't, yourself a new yeah, one i can't get mad at him because he's like that'll be fike's couch yeah, you know moving forward right? he's just a baby <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know you you talk about you know pulling yourself out of like that quiet dark solitude place that so many people were in you know even before pandemic, but especially exasperated by the pandemic Mm -hmm. um, to now coming out of it and, you know, being more active and being more aware of, you know, whether it's a dog or whether it's people or it's live music and and stuff like that. Like, so now you're reemerging. We're all reemerging, you know, changed different than when we went in. Um, How has that affected the music that you're making? Um, A lot of inspirations have changed. I feel like in the way I like write, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the way I write. Maybe it's more on the musical side of like sonics and um, the way I like um, perceive my music now. I I, mm-hmm. I have a co-collaborator on this project who's like happens mm-hmm. to be one of my best friends that I met during the pandemic, um, and mm. he lives in LA now and he's a producer and uh, okay. he. We have to- when we met, like we had totally different music taste. I was a very this was before tour. I was very singer songwriter. Only listened to acoustic stuff. Right. My stuff was very not not very broad. He listened to like the total opposite. It was like more like it was like different. It was hyper pop with like different st- t- styles of music. And he introduced right. to me to a lot of the things that I never would listen to. Just like. You know, like just to click and like oh, now listen. I'm curious. Yeah, so he he played me like, <laughs> like random stuff that I would mm-hmm. never click. Like I was just very safe, you know. Like I feel like I was very yeah. safe with my music choices. Kind of just like, oh, I don't like this because it sounds different. But then he like opened up my horizons a little bit more and like made me realize how being a producer isn't just a job or like a hobby. It's more of like it's like an actual art form and like you could take that and make your own. So I've been producing then for like two years, two and a half years, three years. Um, That was Mm -hmm. like three different (laughs) answers. Two years, two and a half years, three years, Um, (laughs) three years. It's all blurry. Yeah. It's all blurry now. Um, Yeah. So he, (laughs) he uh, basically took my, my perspective again, perspective on music and just shifted it up. There's so many, different peaks yeah there's so many different outcomes and peaks now that like opened up in my brain and it was exciting to me for the first time in a while music felt fun to make not just to listen to and it felt there was a freshness yeah it was like and i felt that freshness when i first came on the show and like became uh got saying that maggie rogers uh song alaska mm-hmm. and then felt this refreshness and then again i felt this refreshness when i made this ep but instead of me 
having refreshness on me being an artist, it was me being an artist and producer. So yeah, that changed. Yeah, for you sure. don't produce just because you're good at Pro Tools. I mean, there's right. a reason why you get into producing, and it's like it's not a very Svengali kind of a thing, but it's like you can see the bigger picture and you can hear the bigger right. picture, and you just want to help the artist become the best version of themselves that they can be. Right, exactly. I mean, um, technicality versus um, feel, a feeling. I feel like um, they go hand in hand, but also if you only have technicality, it's not as fun as having pure creativity, you know? Um, yeah. that's my main, that's one, a quote that I kind of, it's not, it's not said quote, but it's something that I kind of cl- clung on to. We'll quote you. Yeah. You can quote me. I, it's definitely <laughs> didn't say it in the way that he, <laughs> I forget, forget, forgetting his name, but, um, it was a very brilliant quote. It was a really long one. That's why, but. Yeah. Oh, I the yeah, music, yeah, yeah. I the music. I mean, if it's more than a sentence, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was actually the first sentence got me. It's the hook. And like, okay, like I read this and I was like, oh, it's actually really applicable to me right now. Um, but yeah, it was. Well, it's all about the hook. It's all about the hook, right? Like, it's like Not with songs lie. too. It's all about like the start of a song. Like how can you, well, like that's what I'm saying. We all brain, like I brainstorm a lot now about how a song, a vibe can be brought into a song and like how I look at I look at it more in a very uh, particular way. Music now, which is great because now I've shifted into like producing for other people um, and mm-hmm. like uh, songwriting with other people for other people's projects and like just starting to do that. Um, just finally coming to myself as an artist, like as a and then like putting out music that I really love that I feel like can inspire a lot of people. Production wise, it's a snapshot. Yeah, it's a snapshot to where you are in life, and it's like as you continue to grow, that picture is going to change. And if you if you if you take that that musical theory of now you're into like where's the song going to start, where's it going to take me? So like our next song, Bittersweet. Where do you want the listener to go with that song? I named it Bittersweet because when I first came into the session, I was in Nashville, and Mm -hmm. I was late to the session, and then the instrumental played. Uh, they were like the producers already like were producing it and like um I walked in heard the piano I was like wow this sounds very like melancholy like there's like some type of yearning for it and at the mm-hmm. time I was going through a lot of like yearning for like just like some something like love I don't know any feeling because I was just very yeah. in a very stagnant place stationary place mm-hmm. I was in Nashville I was not really certain yet about who I wanted to be as an artist I kind of wanted to give it a go for this song and then I did it and then released it and then had a bittersweet feeling releasing it actually no 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 pun intended How ironic but it's about it's about it's about heartbreak and like to to be in a better place with somebody and like kind of a mm-hmm. like leaving them or like not departing in like a bad way but not regretting the way the, the way it, uh the way it ended if that makes sense I mean it, that's yeah that makes total sense I mean that is that word I mean it's like you're sad, but you're also not. Right. You know, it is a bittersweet right. feeling. So that makes complete sense. And especially when it comes to matters of the heart or just, you know, life in general, there is a lot of bittersweet right. out there. So um, let's jump in on it. Let's, let's hear bittersweet. It. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't 
Till it came out my mouth Felt the rush in the air Oh, we still stayed south Do you still live there? And after the war took the moon Separate ways And I should have told you all the times I hit the brakes No, I was wrong, I was numb And I couldn't stay Are you still out there? That you're gone and I'm lost in a faceless crowd I would be fine if I knew you were safe and sound But it's bittersweet Oh, it's bittersweet The moment that I let you in, you were petrified Swear when you looked right in my soul, it was this black as night Colors faded out But now that you're gone and I'm lost in a faceless crowd I would be fine if I knew you were safe and sound but it's bittersweet Oh, it's bittersweet You're saving me we can all certainly uh appreciate <laughs> that uh it's um it's bittersweet it's good i can but here maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm crazy but is that one of the the newer songs that is one of the it's one of the late, latest songs um bef- i haven't released music um nobody listens to me the next song i'll be singing um it's the mm-hmm. my latest track that i released uh, a couple weeks ago and i haven't released music um, I guess since November, if I'm not, mm-hmm. not mistaken. Well, so yeah, that was a uh, that even was even though it's bittersweet. It seems lighter. It seems not as heavy. You know, it's funny actually. 
um, I find that I find with songs, especially this song, like when I <coughs> when I write them, like I'm in like I was definitely in a in a really shitty feeling when I when I wrote oh, yeah. it, and <laughs> now that I've like kind of evolved as a person and grown, um, in the span of a year, um, I tend to like sing songs like in a happier way or like change them up mm-hmm. because, like, I'm not gonna sing a song in a if I don't connect with it, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it differently than the actual record because I feel like the actual record is like super melancholy and I'm like playing it live like should be fun. And like, I, I like, like it. I like singing, singing the song. So it's just like something that I, I guess I turned it out, turned it around and made it a little bit more happier, which is a good thing. Well, I, I felt like. it. I was like, oh, it's bittersweet, but I mean, at the same time, sweet's in the title. So yeah. it doesn't need to be so like, uh, yeah. um, we have had way too much fun talking and this hour has gone by stupid fast and we have time for one more song and i do not want to talk over that time uh so can you uh tell us about nobody's listening to me yeah nobody (laughs) listens to me is is basically it's one of the things on it's one of the newer songs in the ep that's gonna be on the ep it drops july 22nd called manic and it's literally about uh me being really depressed one day about like looking at my career and like being unhappy about it and kind of Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like every artist goes through it where, like, they get in their head and yeah. they make, like, growing up on social media and and having to, having to use that platform to push yourself as an artist is really, it's a really heavy, daunting thing on it a is. person. Yeah, it really is. Like, you're... For everybody. Yeah. I mean, even with, like, releasing music and being an artist, like, if you're a painter, if you're, like, and you, you, you're, I feel like, and it's my opinion... Your career is based off of like how many people love you or like you and like validation and like attention yeah, and all but that it's stuff. Not. I mean, but it feels like it. It feels like it. It almost feels like it. That's why I feel like you can get so wrapped up in your own head. Like mm-hmm. the art becomes very um, tainted, which how which 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 it did for me in that first EP. But in the mm-hmm. second EP, I feel like I was more clear sighted in that, and I wanted to write about that. So I okay. took that feeling. Um, it was it's a it's a pop rock it's a kind of like a punk pop rock thing, but I oh, switched it up into like a kind of a chiller vibe. But um, <laughs> there's still there's still explicit lyrics, so forgive me if you don't like. Mom, don't listen. Oh, she 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 doesn't mind. She actually loves the song. She's been rocking out to it. It's got a well. Good, then yeah, let's have so, it. No, listen to me. Thank Love you. It. All the thanks I get for all the shit I did. No writing narcissists, cause 2020 fucked me up. All that I wanted was your love. Nobody listens to me, baby. I should just leave. There's no team without me So tell me why I'm so damn stupid When I wake up I feel useless Tired of all this fucking bullshit I wanna have to do this anymore Not anymore Shit. 
perfect bean Cause 2024 to me therapy making it um i bet it's just like cathartic there's videos of me literally trashing my studio just screaming on your tiktok yeah there's that and (laughs) and there's there's actual like archive footage of me drinking beers and like throwing them at the speakers shoving my shoving my guitar it was a crazy time in that that day um but that day i actually year yeah that year and the day that i made the song that that's out now you could tell that it's like very just cathartic for me because i just yell and scream and just blaring guitars the drums are just heavy it's just it's just it feels like anger like ah like and it's you want so to, like, necessary. Some, but you've just really taken us on the whole ride tonight and uh, for that happy hour. Thank you so much for giving us your time and giving us uh, your mind and kind of like diving into what makes you you and how much you you know have changed and, and grown since, you know, maybe some people have experienced you last. And we just kind of look forward to what's next for Francisco Martin and uh, for the music. And if you guys want to catch any of the links to the Insta and the TikTok and the tours and all the other things he's got going on, you can get them all at um, franciscomartin.org. Um, and it's worth bookmarking because I think... We're going to be hearing from you for a while. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Thank you guys for watching. Cheers.